0: The following is a presentation of the belly sports media network.
1: Today's 1420 podcast goes out to, uh, my dad, Steve Radlinski, who we lost three years ago today at the age of 82. Um, not a day goes by dad that we don't think about you or we miss your sense of humor immensely. Um, for those of you who knew our dad, uh, have him in your thoughts today and maybe toast to toast to the old guy up in the sky he'd really appreciate that he was uh he was the best he's one of a kind and uh we miss him dad i love you and i miss you here's here's to you you are listening to the 1420 sports bar podcast four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more we are part of the belly up sports network Listen in as Brett and Dave invite you to belly up the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans, so belly up the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast for Beer Sports Talk and a whole lot more, episode number 294 on this 13th day of April. 2023 tonight's show is brought to you by caldera lab and CalderaLab.com. keep that uh, youthful exuberance in your face uh guys with uh caldera lab.com there's men's skincare products uh get things all shined up for the uh the springtime that's right around the corner at CalderaLab.com with promo code 1420 lab dave uh Man, this is four nights in a row we've been face to face. Uh actually twice in person, twice on the podcast, doing this over Zoom, but that uh, was a a pleasant surprise seeing you you and your blushing bride last night at uh, Brown Social House having a having a a, a getaway pint from away, away, away from your son for a couple hours.
0: Well, yeah, it was it was a treat. It was uh the boy had ball on the west side for an hour and a half for just to practice and so, oh, let's go for a pint. Where do you want to go? I go well, Brent says this joint is, is all right. And lo and behold, who do we find the original producer and her uh, and her side piece? Yeah. We were uh,
1: sitting there just for a little bit there. We got there having a good time. having, And then it was quite funny that like, the conversation that, that led up and cause we, we talked about it kind of when we were sitting together is that, uh, uh, how do we word it? We said, you very rarely run into somebody. And it, when the older you get, you don't run into people very much anymore. Like you, it's like when when you when you get together, to see people, you usually plan it, plan it ahead of time. We'll meet here, meet the kids and families and things and stuff, right? And then so we were sitting at the bar there at Brown Social House, cheap plug. And then uh, we, uh, Diane goes. Oh but you look who's here and I ought because I she saw you guys come come through the walkway there and I automatically thought the worst. I was like, oh fuck, who's this gonna fucking be? Like, who do I gotta pretend to be nice to? And, uh,
0: you know what I, uh, do you know what I mean? It's you, like, you, know that what, you always have to pretend to be nice to like
1: you know what I mean? Like it's like oh fuck, who's who's yeah. this? Uh what do I gotta talk? Because I thought it was maybe one of her, her not that I don't like her co-workers or you, but you know what I'm getting at. Like, but but then I, gonna, I saw, I saw yeah. you guys come through and then you came talk me sat together it was great but it was great but it's funny how you get older there's times where you're like i don't want to see that person one bit like it's it's just funny how that and, and, and not that you guys were but it's just funny how sometimes i know what you, you mean yeah the older you get you're like oh fuck who the fuck am i gonna see now
0: well because i i know that pain and you know and obviously you and i talk to each other all the time and i don't know if you and uh and Diane were uh in the midst of something important between yourselves. So I don't so. think that we ever are, but anyways, yeah. Well anyways, I gave yeah. you the option and I totally would have understand if you wanted to join it, but I'm glad you did and, and our are the women had a good conversation and yeah. you and I found something to talk about. Like go fucking figure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it funny was, how we we talk, nice we, yeah. we, we
1: talked 290 sometimes over the, the years of this stupid show and then we see each other we still have more to talk about I don't know it just never goes away some of those some of the uh conversation should be recorded but no it was good to see to to get uh the the, the girls together to have a nice chat uh and not to talk about the stupid podcast all the time and everything else so it was good uh Dave the uh it was announced today we we kind of we kinda, we 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 knew it was going to happen and we talked about it on Monday night Jonathan Taves today got uh, basically the news was let out by the Blackhawks that they are not going to re-sign him. They're not going to even uh, venture the thought of re-signing him for next season. Uh, one of the all-time Blackhawks' greats, three Stanley Cups, uh, the whole bit. Uh, he's got some health issues right now. Thirty-four years old. Uh, they said, "Say yeah, we're, we're out. We're done." <laughs> It's 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 shitty to see, but I think this is the right way to do it. Their last home game of the season is tonight, and then for him to get the proper send away from the uh, the madhouse in Madison, the faithful there uh, at the United Center, I, I think this is the right way to do this because not not many guys get this this opportunity to say goodbye on 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 the on the the, the right note. Yeah, it, it's
0: good. It's it's I it, it, I do have more questions though than. Why was this announced today by the Blackhawks? Why didn't Taves write a letter himself last week or something like that? It makes you wonder if he if he really wants to stay and if he wanted if he wanted to play out another year or two there in the blacks. It's just like, thanks, Cap, but you know, we gotta move on. Like we're we're terrible. We're terrible. We don't know what your health is like. We can't afford to to sign you. So that that makes me question taves himself with fuck, he had a hell of a run there in his first 10 years in the league Yeah, so good young captain played on uh world uh like olympic teams uh three cups and i imagine like between the covid like and that's one of his things he had he got the long covid so he, he's he's has health issues that way and then that whole uh beach Scandal last year, like he was the bit of a black eye there. That
1: he he yep. he defended the coach and everything else. There's a bit of a black eye there for sure. And, and I never thought of that at all, Dave. That why why was it announced today? Because the Blackhawks must have known. Oh, I would say a month and a half, two months ago, or whenever they, they decided to get rid of Kane as well, which was six weeks ago. I guess it would have been now. It was with the Rangers, but maybe they were like maybe uh, Taves was. I I, not, I don't want to go as far as saying begging, but saying i want to keep playing for you well i'm i'm the face of the franchise i'm this i'm this i'm on, on and on like maybe that and maybe you're right maybe like they finally had to say like today like listen dude we're not re-signing you like enough's enough like it's it's like that uh that uh bad ex-boyfriend or bad ex-girlfriend whatever you're, you're doing they're like no we broke up like it's over like we're done it's
0: over yes and like this is and there, like, was it was there,
1: was there finally just a come to Jesus meeting with with T- with Taves last night where the Blackhawks finally had to say, listen, dude, it ain't happening.
0: No, yeah, because you know it's to announce the last game the day of the last game for an all time great like someone that you know has a possibility of having a statue out there, right? He was that good for the franchise. Three cups is 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 no joke captain of the team for 20 years it's well 20 is a little long but uh 14 10, 12 years, 15 wherever it's been yeah yeah a long time uh it's, it's it's it does strike me as odd because you know for a proper send-off there has to be a little bit of planning and and that kind of thing and and i would assume his folks are there and different players want to be there but
1: well, that's the thing. It's like because to be announced this morning. Yeah, they'll they'll do a, a jersey retirement, but the uh, but the, the Yankees did it with Jeter. They they had a Jeter day, and then they retired a Jersey day, and then blah blah blah. Like this is a marketing thing that maybe the Blackhawks kind of missed out on because like Jeter announced his retirement at the, the beginning. Of, I don't know why I was come back to Jeter, but I'm just u- utilizing him as an example. Beginning of the beginning of the season, the Yankees and Jeter said, "Okay, this is this is it. This was 2014." They had their Derek Heater Day in September, and then they they had his very last game at Yankee Stadium, and then the next year they re, they they had uh, the 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 plaque, and then the next year they had the the uh, retiring the jersey, and it's a marketing thing that these teams utilize and and to just to well to make money, and why the Blackhawks would find a way to not do it that way because you could kind of compare that the, the two careers are pretty similar, really.
0: Yeah, and yeah, to leave. To leave money on the table because now the only people making big money on the, on those tickets is the, the secondary market. And that doesn't go to the owners. We all know that, right? SeatGeek.com. If you want to catch that, is that tonight or tomorrow?
1: It was tonight. I've already went out there and I put it out there for people to get their SeatGeek tickets at SeatGeek.com. But yeah, like the, 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 the only, so now you have people today scrambling to get tickets. I think a lot of people knew if you're, if you're a Blackhawks fan, uh, you, you probably had an idea that this was going to be the last game, but to, to, to,
0: to, to announce last game, to the be announced the, his
1: very last game five hours prior to game puck drop. It's, it's, it's odd to me that they would, they would do it like that.
0: Yeah. It, 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 I have questions. I have questions. Um, But you know, on, on, on the flip side, like, I was always a Taves fan. He was he's such a good player and 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 leader. Didn't didn't tally get the same kind of goal totals as Patrick Kane or even as Sid Crosby, who's a year or two older than him. But uh like consummate leader, consummate pro. Um played the game the right way, tough as nails. And uh yeah, he has three cups and I think he'll probably be a Hall of Famer. But I, I think know.
1: that's a guarantee. I don't know what his to- his point totals were over the years, but I think his leadership and the championships that he won. I think that's, that that is that is so that it's so big. Uh, you speak of Sidney Crosby, and I thought I think I talked about fourteen twenty in the morning yesterday how the the Blackhawks were a, they sh- should have or not the Blackhawks the Penguins should have been a lock to go to the Stanley Cup playoffs, and they got eliminated last night with a loss to the Chicago Blackhawks. We we're just talking about. Man, that's gotta be like there's something got it going on in Pittsburgh there because they had uh all they had to do was beat two teams who didn't want to win hockey games in the Chicago Blackhawks and the uh, Columbus Blue Jackets, and they couldn't get the first one of the of the of the parlay done. Something's gotta be done within in Pittsburgh. And Dave, could you see at some point the Pittsburgh Penguins brass going to Latang? Malkin and then the guy, Sidney Crosby, saying, Hey, uh, we just missed the playoffs with you guys and we see we're not going to be very good. Maybe it's time to move on from the three of you. And if you guys could please waive your no trade deals, could you do that, please, just for us and everything else? Could you see, Not I could see Malkin leaving, I could see Little Latang is a thing, but could you see Sidney Crosby not playing for the Pittsburgh Penguins? <laughs>
0: <clears throat> never say never. Right. Gretzky played with uh, four teams in his career. So Mike
1: Madano left, left Minnesota or, or, or Dallas, whatever you want to call it. The, the stars organization ended up, ended his career with, uh, with, with the, uh, with the Red Wings.
0: Yeah. Right? Like it's, it's,
1: I mean, Madonna and Crosby are different.
0: Beings, but. T- Trevor Linden got traded, right? Kevin Smith, uh, Ryan Smith got traded from the, Oilers. like guys that bleed for their, their, their teams. Um, a lot of them got traded it's a very rare occasion where the person goes uh end to end uh for their whole career and i gotta say it, it would surprise me because i don't well i don't know sydney uh sid crosby like those three i guess the core three in, in pittsburgh malkin sydney all crosby, a thousand malkin.
1: games all yeah off, on on. Yeah, all with the, the same bit, right? they,
0: yeah, and 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 they've been through the battles um, together. It's going to depend on them, right? Because I, I have to think that that Pittsburgh, because they've been in the playoffs so much, unless they they're the best drafters in the world, their farm system is probably a little bit bare because they just don't have those good prospects that they're drafting. I I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised, but then on the never say never. Like I'll, I'll be shocked. There's, I I say Sydney Crosby will retire a penguin. I I think that is how that's going to finish up. Malkin and Latang, I just don't know them well enough. Um, at the risk of being stereotypical, Malkin's a Russian. So if they give him (laughs) enough money, he'll do anything right. Or he might finish off in the K or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) Excuse me. I don't know, but, uh, that's a tough pill to swallow, having your fate in your hands against two lesser uh, lightweights in the league this year, and then just stepping on your dick first time out the gate and getting getting rocked. Right? And five, yeah, they two. didn't
1: lose an overtime or in a show no. last night. They got beat five two by a team that doesn't win that that uh, not not a team as a uh, franchise that doesn't want to win hockey games. Right. right like, like and he, he, we talked about it before the show started like that Chicago Blackhawks team somehow some way they're 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 the uh the killer of dreams killer of hopes by beating the uh, Calgary Flames last week I think it was and then this week they beat, beat Pittsburgh and that 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 game that Calgary Cal- if Calgary wins in a hockey game they're they're playing they, they might make the playoffs but the Chicago Blackhawks who didn't want to fucking win a hockey game end up going there and the thing is and when you're a, on a bad team, like and I guess at this stage of the season, you're so loose and you're playing for whatever and we'll go there and have a good time. And and the other team is gripping their sticks to their sawdust, right? And so it's a little bit tougher. And when you got when you when you have to win hockey games, not supposed to win hockey games, but when you have to win games that aren't playoff implications, because the playoffs in regular season are different. But when you have to win a game, no matter what sport it is, you usually end up fucking that up.
0: Yeah, more times than than not, you you seem to remember the times it gets fucked up more than anything. Who was it? Uh, the so the Chargers and and the Raiders two years ago. All they had to do was tied, and the and the Chargers fucked that one up. The Chargers fucked up. Um, so no, Indy had to beat Jacksonville that same year. Yeah, and they and- fucked it up. Like goodness, guys, just. Just figure it out, stay focused, and don't get over your skis. And that's what some of these guys do sometimes. And I don't understand how a professional athlete can get so overcome by the moment that they that they just don't perform up to, to standards, and then you're gone. And that's what happened to the Penguins.
1: Does it get to the. Does it. Because we've been somehow harping on this. So Oilers are up 3 1 with San Jose. So they get a shot to still win their. When they're. Uh, when the conference actually, which is crazy, might go for nine in a row and go into the playoffs hot. But it doesn't come back. So we, we've been harping on this a little bit the last couple of weeks, Dave. Um, when. When a push comes to shove, when you just have a bunch of like, yeah, you have your superstars like Crosby, but not long in the tooth. But he's long in the tooth, right? And Malkin. but then you have a bunch of guys who just get in, insert player here, insert player there, who've never throughout their careers or throughout their for forever and ever they've never had to win. It, 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 winning has never mattered to to most of these kids who are young now. They're they're just they're just players. They're just guys on teams and everything else does that does that have anything to do with it you see you see a lot a lot more of these joke jobs lately in it and i and i can't put my finger on it but it just seems like there's no there's no urgency to win with a lot of hockey players
0: um urgency to win and leadership within the locker room i think yeah i i don't i don't know anything about the the because you can't really see that but what I saw with the Calgary Flames is they were making this put pu- this push here. <laughs> Whatever, if you Gosh, want. To call she wasn't it a push. A push.
1: She, she might have been a lean, not a push. <laughs> yeah,
0: they were they were going in that. Direction. <laughs> it was
1: leaning on the freezer to get it into place. It wasn't pushing it into place. No. <laughs> it,
0: there's there's no leaders on that team. Like I I know they haven't had anyone wearing a C since Giordano left. And and I can see it. Why why would you give the captaincy to to anyone out there? Who can't rally the troops? Who can't lead by example? Who can't give everybody a kick in the ass? Who's going to hold those player-only meetings, right? Calgary doesn't have that. They got no leadership on on the the team, and and you know, and then and then you got a, a hard-ass coach that's going to just be a hard-ass, and you got no one pushing back against him because no one on the team is uniting. Like uh, Brett Warner on that barn bird, the other set. Uh, uh, the other day on the barn burner podcast, he said, you know, I hate that coach. I, uh, you hate him. I hate him, but I don't hate you. So like, fuck that guy. Let's go out. Yeah. Talking about the teammates the guys that you're looking out, looking for, you got your common enemy in the coach. So go out and, and shut him up. Maybe that'll get him. Prove him wrong. Yeah, exactly. And then, and the, the fact that they don't have that kind of drive, I kind of think that like we, we talk about often, um, lends itself to what the new generation of player is <clears throat> because I, I, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to belittle their, uh, like how the hard work they put in and, and, uh, and, working I will. on their game. But at the end of the day, You're keeping score with teammates, and now you're stuck with these teammates. It's not a skills competition anymore. It's not making the highlight reel anymore. It's not getting discovered anymore. Now you're playing for keeps, and you better figure it out, or you can find a new team to play for. Like,
1: like, I put this out on a Twitter poll the other day, and I can't remember what day it. So it doesn't much matter, it was Tuesday or Wednesday. But that uh, when when teams miss the playoffs, I was, we're kind of getting. It doesn't much matter who gives a fuck. But um, when a team does, when a team um, under succeeds and everything else, they they don't do as well as they as they sh- as people thought they should have. And I I had three choices: players coach management and it was funny there was over like 300 and some votes on this thing and it was pretty much split down three ways that everybody sees something differently and i don't know who who's to blame more because at the end of the day management picks these guys and then at the end of the day the coaches and i think out of the three the coach is probably the lesser to blame and he's the one that gets fired the more more often like when, when a team does so poorly, it's the players who eventually are out there perform or underperforming. It's not the coach. It's yes, they're in, in football is different and baseball is different and hockey, like all three sports are different. But in general, when the players don't fucking don't perform, it's the coach who suffers, not the GM or not the players. Like and, and the and the coach is always the one to suffer always
0: yeah like so if in baseball if you don't have starting pitching you're not gonna win like i don't care who you have like, so far the manager yeah oh well, we we our new pitching coach or something like that like you're giving me the all these c-level prospects and i i can't get milk from a from a stone wine from a stone blood from a stone i can't get blood from blood a stone. from a stone
1: but you, you oh you can't get milk from a stone either so you're right on that
0: yeah i can't get milk from a turnip there's either. tonight's
1: episode, <laughs> milk from a stone.
0: <laughs> and, and, you know, just once again, because of the flames media and, and I'm such a fan of that the uh, trio that does that barn burner, um, the flames this year, the stat that, that stuck with me from yesterday's, they, they mentioned Calvary was in 53 games, one goal or, or empty net games, 53 this year. And they won 20 of them. Which, by math, my math, they lost thirty-three of them. That's terrible. They
1: so lost. If a, so, 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 if a guy like Nazem Kadri, who they gave seven million bucks to, and a guy who they they're give, going to give ten point five million bucks to next year because his contract was was this season kicked in, kicked yeah. in this season, uh, in in Jonathan Huberdeau, if they each score three times, they're in the playoffs.
0: Yeah, or or Markstrom. Makes, Make,
1: makes four saves.
0: Makes 10 more saves over the course of the year. They're in the I playoffs. They're the they're second But, but, who,
1: but everybody, everybody wants fucking Sutter's head.
0: Because the players right. don't like him
1: and I, uh, I, I and i i don't understand how these players and, and, like fuck, i i think we're we're getting a little bit uh long on the tooth ourselves and old man get off my my lawn from our front porch we we we're kind of leaning towards that but i i don't think we're wrong a lot of times with these with these players in in hockey especially that you just go what the fuck like how do you how
0: where do you get off?
1: Like, where do you get off being this shitty that and, and getting paid tons of dough and you don't care and 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 it go I, and I, fuck out. Let's get into it. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Like, you have all of these 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 this skill development, right? And you have all of these different things throughout throughout the summer that, that these players go to, and it's skill development, skill development, skill development. So that's for the player, not for the team. Right. So all these kids are learning how to do this and that and the other, and they can all skate like the wind, and they all can stick handle through a fucking hula hoop. Right. But when it comes to winning hockey games, teams that win have players that learned how to win from
0: the old guys. Yeah. Like, like, right? Like, am I wrong on that? No,
1: then,
0: no, then, no. to like the will to the win. And, and, that's they have general man,
1: and they have yeah. general managers of guys like Steve Eiserman with, with, with Tampa and the like. And you have Colorado who had, who had Joe Sakic, um with the Stanley Cup last year. And the teams that don't win, they have a bunch of fucking nerds and a bunch of capologists and everything else. That, and those are the teams that don't win. And, and, and non-hockey guys who, who are leading the charge, of these teams that don't win. treliving probably a great guy. Absolutely probably a great guy. But you're told by this, this, that, and, you know, and Calgary's a, a disaster because of their ownership. But you look at these other teams like Toronto, they better do something this year because otherwise they're going to start losing players. But, well, who's in, but who's in charge of that, that, that organization? Shanahan. Shanahan. But he he does, I, I don't think Shanahan says fuck all. Their GM is is, is a nerd right? He's one of these analytics guys and every team uses, uh, uses analytics, but you need to have heart and soul guys to win championships. And the last time that uh, like you look at the 2019 blues who won a championship, they had heart and soul guys and they had a coach behind the bench in Craig Berube, who was like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you do it my way or get the fuck out. And I, and I, th- I think hockey's missing that with a lot of these teams. And cause a lot of these kids are so, they're so, so, so entitled even at the age of 24, 25, 26, because they've been told since the age of 15 or 10, or 10, how great they are. And hockey is a big problem with that, and that's why these te- these, these teams don't win. And they they shut coaches out, and then they, they, they're they basically, you know what, they, they're fuck you to their teammates as well, as we saw with the Calgary Flames. There, there are a lot of guys in the Calgary Flames that were fuck you to their own teammates.
0: Oh, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of navel-gazing. <laughs> it was it was hilarious listening to their end-of-the-season episode keep keep or lose keep or lose and that kind of thing it, it's like you know i i imagine uh Kadri's already out of, on a plane out of town because he single-handedly lost in that chicago game but two weeks back like it's he he turned into big pile of dog shit uh and this is a guy that that was so full of bravado winning uh telling people to kiss my ass after winning that cup you know you're a part of that team, and you're an important part of that team, and I'm I'm never going to be grudgy for 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 the the performance you put on during the Stanley Cup playoffs last year. But that was last year, Kadri. Like now you're in Calgary, like it or lump it, and this is your coach, like it or lump it. Start earning those bucks that uh, that the Flames gave you. I had an because old hockey tried. coach, yeah.
1: Dave. I had an old hockey coach tell me this was 1992. He said to me, he says. You only you're only as good as your last game, Brent. And we lost our last game. I was like, "Well, there it is, right?"
0: Well, Now I know, right? Now, and, now,
1: and like you, you could you could tote your boat as long as you want, but you're only as good as your last fucking game. And 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 that's one hundred percent truth. And there's only one team that wins the whole thing. And there's a lot of teams that aren't close, like a lot of teams that aren't close. And they and now the the Flames. We I mean I can't believe we turned it into a Flames podcast, but it's uh, it, it's funny the the Flames are. Now, they're going to probably pick 16th overall this year and get a guy. They're going to get a guy.
0: Just another middling Just prospect. Just another guy. Right? They didn't make any moves at the trade deadline because they didn't know if they were in or out. And then so, so you get another all guy. These guys, so, yep. And then now you're going to lose some guys to free agency, which is the nature of the beast. But, like, to what end? What for? You know, you can't clean house without picking up a broom. What do you do? What do you do? Because all these NHL contracts are are guaranteed, which is a good thing, but now they're up against it on the cap, and 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 what do you do? Well, that, like, and that that cap thing. Let's
1: get actually let's talk about that right now. Why 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 not? Why why take a break? It doesn't much matter. Um, sponsors. We'll worry about them later. But um, we'll uh, like you talk about this cap thing, and there's there's some tricky, some odd business going on with the cap because you you look at what Toronto's doing because they they've. Uh, First, they had an e bug, the emergency backup goal, goalie for a night because a guy allegedly was hurt, and then they went to the a bug, the amateur backup goal, goalie, and then they had a guy, an amateur tryout goalie, for the last four games. So, for because five.
0: they didn't want to pull up a goalie for to because go it's the salary
1: because they actually couldn't because there's no money left in, in, in on their cap structure. And like there, Miller, there's no money.
0: So, and so it, Matt Millen, what's his name? Their goalie that's hurt. Their backup that's hurt matt murray murray yeah so you get salary relief for that right so they're happy for that no they didn't put him
1: they didn't put him on ltir because they hope he makes makes a playoff so they they couldn't bring anybody up
0: oh okay so right so so so
1: then on and on and on so now they get these guys then you have the vegas situation where mark stone who hasn't played all year he's and then he's getting paid a boatload of money eight million or nine million bucks a year whatever it is he miraculously becomes okay he's all of a sudden, he got his holy water sprinkled on him. He's fine. He can play. Well, they, now. Predict,
0: they predicted that when they well, put look, him on long. Look, t- yeah, exactly. It, yeah, so they predicted.
1: The National Hockey League has a major, like, and it's all done by the rules. Like, it's all done. It's all done. Like they're the obviously lawyers and people smarter than you and I, Dave, have figured this out how how, how to get get around the rules and the the contracts are there and the the bar- bargaining agreements there and everything else. But man, the NHL has a major problem on their hands when you, they're getting guys who are the lawyers are deciding who gets to play and who doesn't get to play and, and the accountants and everything else. Because man, it's a I I think it's a really bad fucking look because let's just say that there's a situation where. Because you have you have ten games tonight that actually means something in the uh, in the, in the standings in the seedings. Who's playing who starting on Monday? Toronto and and the Rangers are playing tonight. That game means absolutely nothing. But what if that game is one of the other ones that meant something in, in the in the standings? The NHL would have a major problem in their hands if all of a sudden this fucking guy who played for the fucking lethbridge hurricanes last week is starting in goal for the fucking toronto maple Leafs.
0: i gotta say you know i i am frustrated by it i uh we talked about it a bit if not last year two years ago because the lightning did it two three years in a row with kucherov, kucherov. Right? Just let, yeah. yeah just let him be on holidays for a bit and and then bring him back with his eight million dollar salary on the on the in the playoffs where there is no salary cap um so I think that is a little greasy, but then on the flip side of things, if that was my team that I cheer for, good on you. Fuck it. If you're good enough to make the playoffs and be confident enough that you can do it without one of your better players, and you can make your team better by hiding eight million dollars on the long-term injury reserve, I I, I do hope there's actually a, a an independent arbiter, doctor, healthcare official that that does. Um, substantiate the claims of long-term injury reserve. But I guess all you have to do is claim concussion, right? And then lock yourself in a room for, for four weeks. Well, what's the it. other
1: one? If you have a, a...
0: Soft tissue damage, high ankle sprains.
1: No, the high ankle sprain they can see on an MRI, but there's one, I think it's a lower back. You can't do anything with a lower back.
0: Yeah, you can't prove... Oh, a lower serious. back injury. All
1: right. Yeah. Then... <laughs> okay, well, it's sore. Okay.
0: Yeah, and then so... You know, I, I'm I'm kind of okay with it. I'm I would be pissy if it if it screwed my team over. But if you're if the team, we said it all the time, the owners have all this kind of money. The salary cap is just so uh, the small teams don't get blown out every single year, even though they do, and they and and they're getting blown out because they have shitty management just as much they ha- as they have tight pocket strings. If a team is willing to make the financial Uh, investment and why should they be punished by having their $10 million player hurt. Right. So make some moves, figure it out, go over the cap and then just hide that guy. And like, just, you come back when you're good, like obviously no hurry. And Vegas is greasy as they come. And I can't believe I'm kind of defending their, their, uh, modus operandi that's something here. else How
1: so they've been greasy since day one how they, fuck, they <laughs> like, like, and typical Vegas, like like not even like vegas hockey but typical las vegas we're gonna figure this out their money's gonna go in out everywhere else we're gonna find we will fuck you over we will fuck we were going to fuck over the common man we are going to fuck over the government we are going to fuck people over las vegas style because that's what vegas we'll just, we'll just that's how away. vegas was built that's yeah. a, the, the city of las vegas not just the hockey franchise but the city of vegas was built by screwing people over and, and someone and, and someone and now smarter. and now they now they got a guy in the hockey business who's screwing people over and figuring it out because that's what they're doing
0: someone cooking the books Someone smarter than you cooking the books to show it's all legal like here you go take a look unbelievable the where's the other set of books i don't know what you're talking about i don't know what you're talking about uh, this it's is my only set of books. No, right? it's yeah. it's
1: unbelievable how that Vegas has found, found a way to do it. It's just because uh, it, this they're they might might win the Western Conference again tonight and everything else. It's just it's crazy. You, you just you wonder how it's all going to pan out because it's a, it's been such a tight season and it, it, like there's to be on the second last night of the season and have only one playoff matchup set as of right now as as we're recording this. So when you guys listen to this tomorrow morning, uh it'll be everything will pretty much be set in stone. But this is what the NHL wanted and it's what they got, the competitive balance with the uh, with the, the the extra point and everything else and and shootouts and it's it's the NHL wanted and they got it.
0: I think, you know, and I've said it before, I believe, but I'm going to say it again. I hate the the the, the three-point game. If every game, it, like make every game worth three points is what I think. You know, three points for a win, zero points for a regulation loss. Uh, win in overtime and shoot out two points and the loser gets one. And that way, every game is a three-point. And then it's really more indicative of who the more dominant teams are. Because all these shootout wins and giving someone a, a point for the loss I, I losses think if you lose sticks.
1: in overtime, and I thought about this yesterday, if you lose in overtime, you get zero points.
0: Even if though you, it's three-on-three three hockey, yeah. like not real hockey, like your argument the yeah. other day with baseball, right?
1: <laughs> if you lose overtime, you get you get zero. If you go to the shootout, you get one.
0: And then winner gets two? Yeah, or, or, or.
1: Huh. Yeah, I, I think if you, I, it's, it's it's still kind of hockey. I I hate I hate it. I hate it with every sense of my being. How games are decided by a by a shootout.
0: I uh, I, I, I hate I, it. I get it. And what's the alternative? You can't ask him to play till midnight. Every night, but uh, I think every like if you're going to have three point games, make every game worth three points, and then that rewards teams for winning it in, and and then teams will go for it more in overtime, and 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 then why not just leave us a tie? Because the people have spoken that they don't like ties. I don't, I don't care. Well, like, I, I, I would like a tie more than some
1: team losing in in a shootout.
0: And then each each team gets one point. Done. Yeah. I, that's that's better than this system because loser points are loser points let's
1: what was that uh, it was uh, cub loser. Carson back in the days it was uh back on on the barrier bear 100.3 in in Edmonton uh, kissing the sister it yeah. feels good but it's not really that good
0: yeah right it's, it's odd it's,
1: it's awkward and like we lost it's kissing the sister right no I, I I I hate it I hate every I I hate it more than anything I I hate that when you when you lose you
0: get points. You lost. Yeah, I, I agree. Like any so other just, game, like you go home. Like, so if this is a tournament, you go home. Leave it. Right? Leave it. Just, yeah. I, I I prefer that because then that's, once again, then the standings will be more indicative of, of the dominant teams. Right? Could you imagine uh, how uh, bad Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Boston would have boat raced the league with that three-point system? You know, and that's what they do in in, in soccer and all the soccer leagues as well. Three points for a win, and a tie. Both teams get one point. So you play for the win. Wins then wins take priority, and that's what what should happen. A regulation win. You don't want overtime. Don't tie. Well, just
1: win. just yesterday, I was trying to. I was looking through the stats and this. They're playing this and they're playing this, but if there's an overtime. And I was like, "Holy fuck!" I I didn't have enough abacuses and fucking and, and fingers and toes to figure it all out. What What could I, all the different situations? Because a tie here, a tie this, and then they had this many wins and like regulation. Auto.
0: And then that's the first tiebreaker like, in standings like, is regulation fuck? and overtime wins. Yeah. So,
1: like, we, we're we're old enough, Dave, to remember when there wasn't even overtime, right? It was just the
0: game was over, and then five minute overtime, five on five, and then four they, they, on four. They, they put that yeah. on
1: the and, and it, but yeah, it was like. So that, that, that would put more pressure on teams. Like last night, instead of playing for a tie, they would have to play for a win in regulation, maybe pulling the goalie, have a six-on-five with two minutes left on a game you, you need to win instead of hoping you win in a shootout because you because you can stack your team with, with a bunch of skilled guys named Caden or C- Caleb or whatever the fuck her name is that are good in shootouts, right? I, I, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I hate that Caleb and Caden, Kate, whatever the fuck their names are are, are, are on these teams only because they're good on shootouts. And there, there are guys like that.
0: Oh yeah, there's a ton of soft guys out there, right? That, that that are just skilled as shit, but they don't want to get hit, right? They can't muck it up. They will they can't be responsible defensively. So that's why they're there for the shootouts. But on that same token, just you know, if if it if it's don't don't get to that point. And then, and then I think I think we would see more entertaining uh, games if if they went to this three point system, and and rewarded teams for finishing in, in in regulation. And then also on that thing, like the playoff races. Sure, there'd be some some teams like Boston running away with this. But then if you can start beating teams ahead of you in the standings and getting three points instead of going to a shootout and doing this two one crap. Oh man, it, it I think it would. It would allow for teams to get on run and make up a shit ton of, of uh, ground in the in the final two three weeks of the season. Goal and score goals. Score goals. Just win. Just win, baby. Win. Yeah, yep. Just win. Anyways, the 1420
1: Sports Bar Podcast, Four Beer Sports, talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Caldera Labs and CalderaLab.com. Use promo code 1420Lab at CalderaLab.com for your men's skincare needs today and keep that youthful exuberance in your mug all year long. Once again, that's promo code 1420Pod at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek App. 1420 Sports Bar Podcast for Beer Sports talk, and a whole lot more. This uh segment is brought to you by SeatGeek SeatGeek.com uh, and SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420pod at seatgeek.com today. Dave uh, we kind of got to off on a tangent in the last segment there about everything else, but you you got to think that you, you talk about the, uh, Rhett Warner from the Burner Hockey Podcast. He was a longtime NHLer, played in Buffalo, played for the Calgary Flames. On and on and on, on it goes, and then you you see, uh, I, I, I watch a lot of stuff throughout the day. and You listen to things, and like we're we're a, a bit of a, a hockey nation here up here in Canada, and you got to think that watching some of these teams that fail miserably year after year and then seeing uh, players not put in a full effort it it must drive some of these guys nuts you, like you look back back in the day back and this isn't this is not long ago uh, back in the 19 1993 how the toronto maple leafs were just like uh, the doug gilmore led leafs they went to the uh the the conference finals that year. And that guy was a Gilmore was a grinder scored a lot of goals. He didn't mind getting punched in the face. And you've seen guys like Wendell Clark protecting guys like that. And you you just don't see it anymore. And like like you see, you you listen to Rhett Warner talk and it must drive these older guys nuts uh, that watch the game, how it is now compared to how it used to be.
0: I'm sure it does. In fact, there's there's no doubt listening to his passion when he talks about the Flames. He played uh, for three different teams in his career, but the, the Flames are obviously the one that he uh, holds near and dear to his heart because he lives in Calgary, well, when he wants to. Um, he went to the Cup with three different teams, uh, Florida, Buffalo. Oh, he was not Florida, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah so he, he knows what it's like to lose three times, and I can imagine the, the heartache when he thinks back and, and, and how hard he worked on, especially he was a contributor in uh, Buffalo and a contributor in Calgary. He was a rookie, I believe with Florida. Um, and, and the shit he put his body through playing hurt, playing the sacrifices he made and, and, and his team and, and the specialness that they had on those teams with ridiculously good goaltenders, classic and and Kiprasov on those those last two that he did, and then watching guys get pissy and not play well because they're mad at the coach, like, come on, I I, I would imagine that's just one of those things you can't even understand.
1: Yeah, it's it's got to be a, like you you it's got to be one of those things where you go what what's going on here? Like you you look at a guy like Wendell Clark who got a couple sniffs at a uh, Stanley cup finals with the Leafs and and on and on, got traded from from Toronto to to Quebec and ended up on a worse hockey team for Matt Sundin and then he ended up back in Colorado. On and on, the guy, a guy like Wendell Clark, who is everybody knows, uh, I I wouldn't say everybody loves Wendell, but everybody quite likes Wendell Clark. When you say Wendell Clark, you know what kind of hockey player you're going to get. And if you ever, and you you never hear about people being compared to Wendell Clark anymore. You hear about guys being compared to this, that, and the other, but nobody gets compared to Wendell Clark. And Wendell Clark, to me, is one of the all time. Uh, I wouldn't say. Great great but one of the all-time really good man that's the kind of guy you want in your hockey team and there's not many guys out there who play like that anymore and and to see what these guys what what the and fuck i hate doing this but i do it every fucking time i, I said i hate doing it but like when you see these guys that that are making 8.5 million bucks a year and then you have guys who are making 800 grand a year and had more passion for the game more love for the game it, I, I i don't I, that's kind of why i don't have as much love for hockey as i used to because you just see the money that these guys have made or, or are making now in comparison to what the guys we we used to watch playing hockey it's just so much different because like and like gretzky is a whole nother th- different thing because you, you think that these guys are making Nine, 10 million bucks a year. And yes, economics are different, but you, you look what Gretzky was making, a million bucks a year, and he's the the, the best to ever play the game, right? And and you go, okay, what the hell's going on here?
0: I don't think money has anything to do with it. I really don't. Um really? You, can pay, you can pay these guys 70 million dollars a year. I don't give a fuck. When but, but once you lace them up and get on the ice, you show me your you care. You show me you want to win. You show me heart. You show me effort. Everybody makes mistakes. That's sports. It's not about that. doesn't offend me. The money they make. It really doesn't at all. No, but I don't I, care. Like, I, if, I wanna, like we
1: said before, like McDavid's underpaid, right? Like we said it before, like it's whatever yeah, it is. Right? But
0: I want to see effort. I want to see desire. I want to see 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 men banding together to 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 win, to beat up an opponent to get physical and then, you know, and then, then we'll see. And that's why the playoffs and NFL, sorry, NHL playoffs are such a a special thing because you know, you're in the playoffs. Now you're trying, and if you're not trying, you're going home right. Fucking now. And so also as to that note, right? Like the, the players, I can see some of these players on a shitty team. Why are we going to make the playoffs? We're going to get bounced in the first round and I don't make an extra dime. Right? Your salary is your salary for the the season. That's my salary for eighty two, and now the next twenty that uh twenty to thirty I gotta play to uh sorry twenty to tw- what would be the mis- sixteen the next sixteen to twenty eight games I gotta play. I'm playing on my own dime, right? What if I get hurt? What if I'm a free agent? I understand that they don't get paid for the playoffs. That should
1: but, change as well. Well, yeah, like, there's a lot of things that should change. Like the NHL, st- the, the 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 pay structure, and I, I don't know if it was onshore or offshore, and we talked about it, how uh, your your main man, Gary Bettman, talks about how strong the league is and everything else and how, how great the league is in itself. And the, the, it's never been stronger other than, obviously, the, this, this is Bettman speak. You know, there's people... To paying money for, for this and yeah the, the things are getting better and and they have a new arena because that, that's his thing we we got a new arena coming in 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 Arizona and blah on and on it goes and he always talks about how great the league is and then we we hear w- re- reports that um, Ryan Reynolds is going to buy the the Ottawa Senators well the Ryan Reynolds group not Ryan Reynolds himself but it's going to buy the the Senators for eight hundred million dollars so. What are the other franchises worth? If the Ottawa Senators, who were one of the worst teams in hockey and one of the worst franchises in the National Hockey League, and I, I'm not, I'm not going to apologize for that, if they're worth 800, 800 million what are the other franchises worth? So, More. so why isn't? Why isn't the salary cap higher? So why are these players pay, not not playing for minimum? But the, so if you want to make things a little bit better and you want to see players maybe put a little bit more effort, because I I don't think that and it's it's fucking shitty. It is, and it comes down to money. When you see a National Hockey Leagueer making four million bucks for for being one of the top three or four guys or the 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 number two right winger on, on his team. And then you see a pitcher who's a reliever making, and he pitches once every three days, pitches t- three outs, and he's getting paid this. I could see a, a hockey player being kind of like, you know what?
0: Fuck you. I picked you. the wrong sport. I yeah. picked
1: the wrong sport and being like, f- and this guy's f- fuck this,
0: man. Beats cleaning toilets. I'll say that. No, it does. It does. 100%. And then and, and, and it's, and it's, like we say, this is money we don't understand, and that's just for one year of work. And 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 I'm not going to begrudge them. Like you know, could they? Like I think they're of of the of the sports. Like for how hard they work and how much they sacrifice, they are a little bit underplayed because you know what? I think playing left field for the Cleveland Indians is a lot easier job than being a tough guy in the NFL. Oh, sorry, NHL. Yeah, I, I, that's a lot easier job. Or like you said, like the the. Th- in any middle relief like seven innings a, a week wow. bring it on for eight million dollars a year with pleasure at least no one's going to be punching me in the face when i go and do my job
1: there's only there's only 25 30 guys in Nash hockey league who make 30 who make 8 million bucks a year mm-hmm. right
0: and that's the way it is because well, it's just know, the way
1: it's revenue and everything else. But but yep. but but Bettman, he should shut his fucking app saying how great the league is. And then they're they're talking about how much the, the Ottawa Senators are going to be sold for when this league is probably making more money. So maybe the, the, the next time around, the, the collective bargaining agreement comes around for the National Hockey League, they might go, okay, so this league, you're saying this, but but you're also saying there's no money here either.
0: I imagine there's owners with their journal of how many times they had a chip in another 10 million bucks to give to Arizona. Okay, everybody, uh, Arizona donation time. If everyone can chip in 10 million bucks and uh, yeah, we can we can do do something for them here and like fuck off when I'm done chipping into Arizona. Like I, I can't imagine how contentious some of those would you just be.
1: disband that team, Dave? Like just you know
0: well, you're not gonna disband it. You're gonna you're gonna either sell it or a relocation fee, like a, a seven hundred million relocation fee.
1: Well, if, be- if you if you're selling for a mil eight eight hundred, you could probably uh, relocate to it for for or get uh you get a billion dollars.
0: I really I don't know. Well, you know,
1: what's it worth to you, right? The, the, where does where the uh, but why do okay, yeah, this is a, a, a totally different subject, kind of off who gives a fuck? Whatever, it doesn't much matter. Um why whoever actually has the their name on the title for the Arizona Coyotes, like whoever it is at the end, like there's got to be somebody who. But there's gotta be own people out there saying we want this hockey team. There has to be. There has to be. Why don't they just sell it for a billion bucks and say call it? Why?
0: I don't know, because they want that market. And, and that's that's the but one we talked to Gary Batman. Gary Batman wants it in Arizona. They they could have sold that team 20 times over. They've offered expansion franchises that are flourishing, right? You know, since they moved from Winnipeg to Winnipeg is a better fucking team than Arizona, and that's where there's problems left. there, hey. Well, it's a small market and well the they're thing they're is delivering. is that
1: is that they were Season tickets are dropping because they they haven't won and everything else. And they they raise the prices of, of season tickets and, and people people Winnipeg are like, well, you are not fucking winning. Why 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 are you, um, upping your prices? And they're they're a smart hockey crowd. So all these guys that were supposed to win Stanley Cups and, and be, be great in the playoffs, they're getting old now. They're getting a little long on the tooth. They're, they're 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 going away. And now you're raising ticket prices. We ain't going.
0: Well, now, and whose fault is that? Now. Is that the fans' part fault for being... Uh, uh, I, no,
1: but, I, but, no, but I, think, I think the fan is right to go like, okay, you haven't done fuck all. Yes, we're happy to have a team back here again when they moved back there in 2009 or in 11, whatever the fuck year it was. Uh, we're, yeah, we're, we're, we're very thankful to have a team back here. But you we're not
0: underperformed in
1: the playoffs underperformed and we're not we're not expecting stanley cups every year because winning is hard but don't raise your prices just because you're making bad decisions because that's the that's the thing with canadian markets they're a little smarter than the average bear in comparison because times are a little bit different money's money money's a little bit different i don't blame the winnipeg fan for going no man like fuck off don't raise the prices when you haven't done fuck all
0: in fact, you've done wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, they think they're, they're consistently in the playoffs then it's hard to build. Who was that guy that they, line eight, they traded him for Dubois with. uh, yeah, it turned out to be a bit of a wreck. But line has been a fucking wreck since he got drafted. He had a great rookie
1: year and after that, he's like, I don't care.
0: He's the guy that you're talking about, right? Just a spoiled goal scorer, right? Just yeah. a shiny, shiny toy. And, and, and when you see that shiny toy driving on a straight line uh, on the racetrack, it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch, but, you know, put them on a gravel road and have to work for, uh, anything. And then uh, they come into the locker room a little beat up.
1: Yeah, it's just it's so it's just so odd. Like getting, we shouldn't be so negative going going on to the the high point of the Stanley Cup season, but it's it's funny how you see, you see these teams and you go like the, it's just when teams don't make the playoffs or teams underachieve and, and you hear about it so much how badly they've done, it's amazing. Like Calgary's a what. A complete disaster. Vancouver, like uh, can- here in Canada, we got what one, two, Ottawa, Montreal, seven, uh, seven teams. Only three made the playoffs. Right, three Canadian teams made the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and those are the fans that care the most. They're like,
1: and 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 one of them ba- barely snuck in. Two have a shot, and there's a good. And there, there might. Who knows? After tonight, it might actually be be. uh edmonton playing winnipeg in the first round maybe back in the old days of when dale howard and fucking wayne gretzky square not back in the Willie 80s Platt, kind of those yeah days. so it might be one of those situations you just yeah it, it's hard to, to stomach as a canadian fan dave when like it, it might happen this year i i doubt it but when do you see a canadian franchise actually flourishing in, in the national hockey league not, it doesn't. And it and doesn't not, bother, not, bother not, me. Not know? a Stanley Cup. Not not on like not g- t- a gate. It don't bother me. But do you, do you see? Because a lot of these, a lot of these, uh, NHL players, they have no trade clauses to a lot of these Canadian cities. A lot, like no one's going to Winnipeg, and that, and that's what Kevin Shemwell Dave has a problem with trying to get players right. They got no trade clauses. People got no trade clauses. Not so much Mark because people want to play with McDavid. Right, but you, there's there's lots of no trade clauses out there. Like I I ain't going to Montreal. I'm not, right? I'm not going here. Like it's it's got, it's it's a little tough.
0: Are those no trade clauses there because they don't want to live in Canada or because they don't want to be subjected to a crazy mad hockey environment? I think it's taxes. I
1: think it's the crazy mad environment because they don't want to be told how bad they are when they, when they, when they've been bad, they don't want to be front and center. And I think, well, Winnipeg can be a little tough, right? Like it's cold. It gets, and I, and then with Montreal, I think it's because the, the, the language barrier, right? Like people just don't want to like the, there's a lot of people just don't speak French. Stop it. No, I I I, you I fully can, believe you
0: that. Can, you can live your day in and Fran- in, in Montreal without knowing a lick of French. For sure. You're gonna but hear th- French th- being spoken all around you all the time and you're not gonna understand. But anytime you go to a grocery store or a restaurant, they're going to know exactly. No, I,
1: I no, I understand that Dave. but I'm saying with, with the media and the the the, the Quebec media, I 100 I be- percent believe that that there there's a, 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 a good percentage of players who're like, I'm not going there, man.
0: <laughs> I I I don't know. I, I think it's maybe because the franchise sucks more than anything right now, and then it's oh. ridiculous uh, expectations. Um, it, it's, it's interesting, excuse me, going to Toronto because that's, that's the same thing, but English, like, so you would go to Toronto, I think. And as far as taxes goes, if you play in a California or a New York franchise, you're paying just as much, if not more, um, Florida and Vegas and Texas are the best ones. I believe if you want to just bank as much as you can. I don't know. I don't know. I think it's a privilege to play in the NHL. I think a lot of these players do know it, but I think uh, a lot of these players too, they're like, well, this is just the end goal. Why wouldn't I be playing in the NHL? And those there's more and more and more of those players every year. And that kind of might be uh it's, it's become a bit of the wussification of the NHL. It's, it's not because it's not because of these no hitting rules it's not because of um opening up the ice and, and more penalties. It's because th- these these a lot of these players just don't have the desire to win. There's no desire. Never won before, so why would I win now? Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, sure. And like you know, the, like as you go through your your junior career before you get to the WH or College, right? You get all your awards. <laughs> like I imagine they have a thousand fucking trophies at some place. Doesn't matter to them. Actually, Doesn't probably matter. have less, actually. I bet they have less like they just like ribbons and medals, or
1: not even that because it, now you just have a bunch of kids playing for teams here and there and well, don't you
0: get a medal when you win like when you no,
1: they get a banner for the, the tanks in the, the the guy who paid for the team or the guy who got inherited the team that he got the parents to pay them his that banner is in his basement
0: okay well anyways you know what i mean you you would get something what
1: a selfie with that banner that is in that coach's basement oh, okay that's about it anyways the 1420 sports bar podcast for beer sports talking a whole lot more this segment brought to you by seatgeek.com the seatgeek app use promo code 1420pod at seatgeek.com today the flailing tender hockey podcast is happy to have partnered up with barn burner hockey Barn Burner Hockey is a hockey lifestyle brand that is motivated by making all natural, chemical free hockey products for players of all ages and skill levels. Get yourself the Filthy Mist Deodorizing Equipment Spray, the Dirty Dangles 2-in-1 Shampoo and Body Wash. They've also got two different types of stick wax, hockey accessories, and apparel that will not only make you look good, but feel great on and off the ice. So go to barnburnerhockey.ca and use promo code 1420BARN and receive 10% off your purchase. That's 1420BARN at checkout at barnburnerhockey.ca Barnburner Hockey is so common Confident that you will love their all natural products, they offer a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. Barn Burner Hockey and the Flailing Tender Hockey Podcast created for players by players. Fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast, for beer sports, talking a whole lot more. This segment's brought to you by Manscaped and Manscaped.com. Use promo code one four two zero scaped at manscaped.com today and save yourself 20 bu- or 20 and get free shipping on all of your uh men's personal grooming needs and get yourself all trimmed up for the summer season that's not that far around the corner david dave uh you uh you should trademark this because i hear it everywhere on, on other podcasts and everything I, I listen to but um you uh you I think it's a Dave original. I don't know if it is or not cuz you claimed it was, but I'm going to believe you 100%. But Dave, <laughs> throw me uh, a uh would you rather.
0: Well, seeing that it's uh, Masters weekend is behind us and I did uh, I was lucky enough to uh be on holidays when it wasn't very pleasant outside and watched a ton of fucking golf on Sunday. So when I watch different things, I I picture myself being that person. So I was like, you know, just as as the the sights and sounds of of Augusta. Would you rather have a putt for a six foot putt for uh for a tournament in front of whatever twenty thousand people, or would you rather have a two stroke lead on the eighteenth? And then have to, with your skill level, as we know, with the gallery, like 30 yards of people standing like on six feet on either side. Well, like, let's take the money out of it. Like, what would be more nerve wracking? Putting a six footer in front of that many people or trying to keep a drive, trying not to take someone's teeth out with your drive oh fuck man there's did a, you imagine that a wall of people there was the week?
1: yeah I, I i can hit both sides of that uh that would you rather Dave? but there was this this uh, not many a lot of years ago like to 15 years ago i guess it was uh when i lived in the okanagan predator ridge golf course there uh one of the nice golf courses in canada it's fantastic uh they, they're on the 18th green there's cottages right around the 18th green and it's it, they're va- vacation cottages. And, uh, I, uh, I had a birdie putt, um, uh, on 18, I, I did two great shots and I don't know how the fuck that ever happened there, but I, I did. But anyways, uh, the, the uh, on these cottages are around the, the, the 18th green and plus the, the clubhouse and everything else, there was uh, a bunch of people making wagers that were on, on the pat on their patio
0: oh so you had your own little so like, so, so they were there, they were
1: yeah. on their patios drinking beers well two, two, three, 2 3 in the afternoon they were having a good time nobody says you miss it oh yeah they no, <laughs> they were betting they were betting from from house to house about if he was going to make it or not and they were like no i got a hunch he's going to fucking miss no this guy looks like he no he's doing he's going to he'll make it for sure it was about a 7 8 foot or whatever it was eh? and i might like so these guys were fucking wagering on me and there was only probably 20 25 people watching People at the Clubhouse and the patio were watching, and I might as well have putted that fucking thing backwards. I missed I missed so much.
0: Oh, was oh, it I, the pressure of, of people I th- that it,
1: it was running? more the pressure? Like the, the Greens at Predator Ridge are, are very fast and very, very tough. But I had all these guys watching and they were laughing, but they were quiet when I was putting. Like that was the thing that they, they did.
0: showed respect when it was time.
1: It, it was it was Augusta when I was putting. But when I miss it, like, oh, it was relentless. Like, fuck me. I think when you I think putting to win something would be a lot harder than just getting up there and trying to hit one because if you hit it. Yeah, whatever. But down the gallery there, that would be a lot, that would be pretty tough because those people are the, the alleyways are right there. And I do hit a, uh, a bit of a uh, power fade, I guess they could say it's called a slice, but um, to not hit somebody. Uh, but I think I had I would have that under control. I, I would figure that out. But putting to me would be a lot harder for sure like in front of that many people, because I would, if, if you're going to win something and and you're the knee knocker for even three feet, man, like, fuck me. That, that'd be a tough one.
0: I would take the pot all day, every day under any condition. As a general rule, I do stripe it pretty, pretty straight. Like as a general rule. Yeah. Um, It's of course, like I'm, I'm not good. So, but well, like once I, once I got my bearings and, and figured it out, I, I can drive it straight. But if there's going to be twenty yards of people, all I'm going to think about is don't take someone's fucking teeth out. Like I, I just like all that would be going through my head was my ball going off the nose yeah. and catching someone. My right
1: uh, there. like the the first hole. That's when I would be, be nervous, but but by 18 because doesn't swing lube in me, I'd be all right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, I should have said the eighteenth. Like just like yeah. just driving with that gallery right there, like yeah. and. You can watch. Oh, I, can, I don't, I can I don't do know how I they do it. Maybe, maybe put that out of my mind. But actually seeing those people right there and just like, oh, don't hit one of these people. Don't hit one of these people. Because and like you know that makes Sports Center. Right? it just goes off the, the toe and drills someone right in the nads. We talk. Would you rather? I would rather not make Sports Center. Because <laughs> it's not going to be for a right. Like, if it's not going to be the highlight. It's like, if I even...
1: finish, if I finish T forty two, I'd I'd rather not make Sports Center for that reason. Like, you know what I mean? Like, pay me my twenty five thousand bucks, whatever I made on that for making the cut, and just please don't put me on Sports Center. Please don't put me on Sports Just center.
0: don't put me on Sports Center for drilling. I'd, that, I'd that rather not be
1: on Sports Center.
0: Yeah because it's not going to be <laughs> it's it's for sure the blooper reel for, for
1: yeah 100 percent yeah no that's funny i think that would be the hardest thing is being, is being a professional golfer because you're want you're, you're you're by yourself and if you fuck up you don't get paid i mean they have sponsorship deals and anything else but
0: yeah they yeah something but yeah you know this is like, oh, and, then, and man. then yeah and then you don't get invited to this tournament you don't get invited to that tournament the first time driving with a gallery must be nerve wracking. Oh, so, man. like it's it's first time you got to Like you say, you got to get it over with first time, right? Yeah. And then, and then that first time, you know, especially like with a real gallery, like your first major, and then like there's people because everywhere. there's it's like when like, the when you, when you
1: play, let's, let's say, like you play junior hockey, there's a, a buildup, right? Like you like or it's the national hockey league, like junior hockey, yeah, you play in front of. Four thousand people, right? And then, the not, and then you might play in the minors in front of eight thousand people. And then you, and then you play in front of the, uh, and then you go the Nash Hockey League in front. All of a sudden, you're in front of twenty thousand people. So there's a buildup. When you play amateur golf, no one's fucking watching. No one's there. When you, when all of a sudden, you're at, you're on the PGA tour at Pebble Beach or at fucking Augusta or where, wherever. It's like.
0: Oh fuck! Like now, there's hundreds now. and thousands of people. It's in now every, every hole. Like it's just like holy shit! Is there people everywhere? Like <laughs> that would be that tough. first major would be just a that bummer. would be that would be tough because that. when you're on the web.com tour, the Hooters tour, the Who No one's the Mom tour. Like I would imagine, there's probably two, maybe the, 200 people. What's the on one? The, the corn
1: fairy tours.
0: The, 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 the corn fairy tour. What? Well, like yeah, just just yeah
1: uh it's fucking crazy
0: and then and there's a big step up and then you know the, the, you got your your crowds your major crowds which are good, good golf crowds but then your first time at waste management and you got to go to the 16th <laughs> like
1: that might be the most relaxed you could ever be actually i i think
0: that's true because
1: if i fuck it up they're gonna boo me anyways whatever
0: I, i'm gonna get booed and beer cans and and just yeah just do something because that but i want be, to
1: make a great shot this, uh,
0: i want yeah like you're gonna go for it right like you, i'm going you're, for it you're not nervous for them you want to please them like you're you're there to please them
1: that might be one of the actually we should put a, a poll up there that, that that might be one of the i would say easier shots but that might be one of the, the funner shots you'd ever make
0: yeah because you're well yeah there's no pressure your pressure is to please right so you're not don't fuck it up. It's well, maybe I want to please
1: is. more than I. I, I don't want to fuck up,
0: right? Right? Because like you know, it's the sixteenth. They're giving you a day. Like you've heard them. who's yeah. going at it <laughs> since yeah, six a.m. But anyways, anyways. Oh, it's late. They they changed the beer. Uh, they're making last call at the eighth inning instead of the seventh inning.
1: Oh, fuck. I talked about this this morning on 1420 in the morning. I I thought
0: that was so people didn't drink and drive. And now you're, because it's a quicker game, you're going to give them another beer, 10 minutes Later to be. Who the, the fuck? If you
1: if you've been pounding Michelob Altres for fucking eight innings, if they serve you one more in the eighth inning, like it's not any different. You're not any it, serving beard late. It wasn't to sober
0: up, oh,
1: God. Or, serve or or cut. It it wasn't to sober
0: up. And the eighth inning beer with the pitch count now, like like just hold on for twenty minutes and go to the bar across, go to the, bar street. across the street. I get, I, I, I know what you're bucks. saying,
1: but nobody. When you go to an establishment and have a few drinks, okay, you know your limit. I can drive and everything else. When you are done your beer, you leave. You don't sit around for, for another hour and a half to sober up.
0: But when I go to the pub, I go there to drink a beer and watch a game on a TV. When I go to the game, I go to the game and I have a beer to watch the game. And like you know, I'm my primary purpose is watching the game, not drinking yes. a beer. Yes, yes. So that's we're talking the same language here.
1: Yeah, it, it,
0: no, and no. So
1: like they, they, if you're if you're in the seventh inning and you're impaired, you're not not impaired when the game's over forty minutes later, right? So these fucking social warrior justice fucking people talking about. Well, they 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 should put it back to the sixth inning to
0: fuck. Shut up. Just shut up. Just conduct yourself accordingly. Like you're out in public. If you don't know how you're going to get home, so let's
1: let's say in the seventh inning, the game, the game is you got you got your beer. So there's six outs left, and all of a sudden there was three up, three down, twice. Game's over. uh, Last year. Well, that's okay.
0: Well, yeah, well you know. (laughs) You're not going to be able to have time to finish your beer. Yeah, you will.
1: You'll sit in the stands and, and watch, watch the, the post game. Blah blah yeah. blah. You're 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 not sobering up any quicker in that amount of time.
0: Yeah, I would. I would. If hope you're impaired you in the seventh, it out. if you, if yeah. you
1: were if you were impaired in the seventh this this year or last year, sorry, you were impaired in the seventh this year as well.
0: Yes. You're going to get him in that pitch clock. It's not a beer clock. It's a pitch clock. It's right? a pitch it's clock. Just, yeah. Just get there early and, 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 and you and know and
1: what? And- it was all, it was all about fucking one, wanting to get the the, 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 the workers out of the building sooner.
0: You know, and then, and then, yeah. And then now, but, but, but the game's quicker now. So they got a half hour on the ass end to, to cash them out and everything like that. Oh, and then, you know, buy two and the six in, jackass. Figure it out. Figure it out.
1: No, figure know. it out. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast, four beers, sports, talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other. But more important, take care of yourself. Need you around? Can you stick
0: on the ice and what else, David? Don't swing at high pitches, Jimmy. And don't buy beer in the eighth innings Just fucking figure it out, Jim. Go across the street. Go across the street when Probably the game's cheaper. done, brother. Way cheaper. it oh, is. Have a good night,
1: folks. We're talking on to Monday night. <laughs>